Not everyone will store fat in the same places, but if you're a man, I'm gonna guess that your main problem areas are around your lower belly, your chest, and your love handles. And I know this because even though I've dieted to very low levels of body fat, whenever I've fallen off the wagon, the love handles were the first spot that I would see body fat starting to accumulate. And this is definitely not just a problem for me. Many men find that their love handles are not only one of the first spots to gain fat, but they're also one of the toughest areas to reduce fat from, especially since there's no way to spot reduce that area with certain exercises. A lot of people will tell you that you can just crunch or hyperextend that lower back fat away, but there's definitely no chance that that's gonna work on its own. So today I wanna go over eight things that you can do within the realm of diet, weight training, and cardio that will work. First, I wanna start with diet, and your first step with diet should be to reduce refined carbohydrates and sugar. But we don't wanna just impose a ton of restrictions. Since the lower belly and the love handles tend to be the last spots to go, we wanna be on a diet plan that we can actually stick to because before your body starts to burn the love handles, it's gonna burn the fat from your face, your hands, your arms, and your legs first. So you don't only wanna do what most people do and simply focus on reducing your calories, cutting your carbs really low, restricting yourself, and battling cravings all day and all night long because that's a losing battle. Instead, you wanna optimize hormones like insulin, glucagon, testosterone, ghrelin, leptin, and growth hormone because all of them play an extremely important role in the fat loss process, especially when we get down to the stubborn problem areas that just don't seem to wanna to budge. Controlling insulin with your diet should be your first priority because insulin is like an on and off switch that controls whether you'll be burning fat or storing fat. According to research, having high insulin levels can also cause your body to preferentially store fat around your belly and love handles. Every time you eat, insulin levels will rise, but they will rise especially high when you eat a diet high in refined carbohydrates and sugar. So this is why the first step is to reduce and eliminate refined carbs and sugar from your diet. Refined carbs include things like white flour, pastries, white bread, sodas, processed snacks, pasta, sweets, and breakfast cereals. Step two is to add whole sources of protein into your diet. Having a diet higher in protein will help you lower ghrelin levels. When ghrelin levels are high, you'll constantly be getting signals that you're hungry and that you need to eat. So we'll definitely wanna be eating protein throughout the day to lower ghrelin. Adjusting your diet so that you're having around 30% of your daily calories coming from protein won't only help you feel more full, but it'll also speed up your metabolism and increase fat oxidation. This is due to the fact that protein requires more energy to digest than other macronutrients. Also, the amino acids that make up protein will help you recover from the specific weight training workouts that I'm gonna be going over with you in a bit. But first, step three is to increase healthy fats in your diet and eliminate unhealthy sources of fat. Things like avocados, walnuts, and salmon can all help you stick to your new plan. Foods high in polyunsaturated fats, monounsaturated fats, and a little bit of saturated fat will help slow the digestion in the small intestines, increasing fullness and decreasing your appetite. You do have to keep in mind, however, that many high-fat foods taste really good, but they're also really dense in calories. Eating too many high-fat foods will prevent fat loss. Another thing to keep in mind before skyrocketing the amount of fat in your diet plan is that some people do better on a high-fat diet. Meanwhile, other people simply do not. The people that have a better response to high-fat diets and stay lean are considered as having high-fat phenotypes. Meanwhile, others that gain weight on a high-fat diet are considered to have low-fat phenotypes. 
Also a very high fat and a very low carb diet may be difficult for many people to stick to since it restricts a lot of different food groups. This is why you also want to incorporate unrefined sources of carbohydrates that are high in fiber and digest slowly into your plan. High fiber carbohydrates like oats and sweet potatoes and high fiber vegetables like broccoli and Brussels sprouts will once again help regulate ground levels, which will help you manage your hunger. Many people avoid carbs entirely when trying to lose stubborn fat, but the truth is that almost all carbohydrates in their natural, whole, unprocessed form always contain fiber. In fact, one of the main things that happens when food goes from unprocessed to processed is that fiber will get removed. This is unfortunate because a higher fiber diet can help you decrease insulin levels and burn fat. Almost always there's a smaller insulin response to higher fiber meals than there is to lower fiber meals. Now as long as you keep your protein intake somewhere around 30%, you can divide up your split of whole unprocessed carbs and healthy fats in a way that works better for you. Both higher fat and higher carb diets can work for reducing the size of your love handles, so you can lean more towards one side of the spectrum or you can have a balance of both. Let's move on to step five, which is limiting alcohol consumption. Now, you don't have to give up alcohol entirely, but drinking alcohol in excess is associated with increased fat retention around your midsection. On top of that, most drinks are high in calories, not only from the alcohol, but also from added sugars that we wanna avoid. And once you start feeling a little buzzed, you're more likely to make poor decisions with what you choose to eat and how much of it you choose to eat. When mice are given alcohol, it causes increased activity of neurons known as AGRP. These neurons are supposed to be active when your body experiences starvation, but they also get activated when you drink alcohol, ultimately causing you to overeat. This is why you should try to limit the amount of times per week that you drink and stick to hard, clear liquors when you do, like unflavored vodka. The next step is to incorporate full body weight training workouts once or twice a week. Even though you're using weights, the primary goal of these full body workouts should be to burn fat. That means that you wanna move quickly between the sets with short breaks around 60 seconds long. On these days, you'll wanna start with a weight that you can rep out for a slightly higher rep count, around 10 to 12 reps, because as you move between sets at a fast pace, you'll notice a lot of fatigue setting in, lowering the amount of reps you can squeeze out. I want you to select a total of eight exercises and start with the ones that work your whole body before moving on to the exercises that hit the lower and upper body separately. Some examples of full body exercises you can select include clean impresses, deadlifts, weighted burpees, and renegade rows. A couple examples of great exercises that'll target your lower and your upper body separately include barbell squats, lunges, bench presses, and barbell rows. Stick to one exercise at a time and complete all three sets before moving on to the next exercise. A workout like this may be tough, but it'll help you break down muscle, increase lean body mass, deplete glycogen stores, and enhance insulin sensitivity while burning a ton of calories. Let's move on to step seven, which is upper and lower body peripheral heart action training, also known as PHA. I want you to incorporate this style of training two to three days per week, and unlike the full body workouts, you could do these workouts on consecutive days without having to take a day off in between. Here you would focus fully on either your upper or your lower body for the whole workout, and each set you would perform a superset between opposing muscle groups. An example of this would be on your upper body day to do a set of dumbbell chest presses and then immediately do a set of barbell rows with no break in between the sets. You'll also decrease your rep range to five to eight reps, aim for three sets and increase your rest time somewhere around three to five minute breaks between supersets. 
Since you're taking longer breaks and aiming for a lower rep range, I need you to really push yourself to use a heavy weight for all your lifts. Lifting heavy weight and training at higher intensities like this can help you build muscle much faster than lower intensity workouts, and that's the primary goal of these workouts, to build muscle. Breaking down and rebuilding muscle will help speed up your metabolism, and it'll give you a buffer with how much food you can eat since a lot of those nutrients will be needed by your muscles for recovery. But this kind of workout isn't only for building muscle. Since you're supersetting opposing muscle groups, your heart rate will be much higher after each set because it has to work harder to pull and push blood to opposite sides of your body. In combination with the heavy weight training, you'll be burning a good amount of calories during the workout as well. And since you're doing supersets, you'll be able to get more done in less time. The last and final step that I want you to take is to incorporate two to three high intensity interval trainings per week. And don't worry, you don't have to go to the gym extra days to get these workouts in. I want you to just do them at the end of your PHA workouts. This would mean that including your full body workouts, your PHA workouts, and your HIIT training workouts, you would only be spending three to four days at the gym. The other good news is that your high intensity interval training workouts will only take you 15 minutes, but they'll help you burn a lot of fat in this short time span. I recommend you select four exercises that you can go all out for. Examples include sprints, alternating rope slams, medicine ball slams, hammer swings on a tire, squat jumps, burpees, and other exercises like that. When performing the exercise, you wanna go as hard and as fast as you possibly can for 20 seconds and then take a 10 second break. Then repeat the interval of 20 seconds on and 10 seconds off for seven rounds. Take a quick one to two minute break and move on to the next exercise until you're done with all four. By doing a HIIT workout like this directly after your weight training session, you'll have direct access to using more fat for energy. Most of your glycogen stores will already have been used up while lifting the heavy weight, so that energy pathway will now be depleted. Now, there's no doubt that this finisher at the end of your workouts will be difficult, but it'll help burn additional calories, and as long as you're following the other steps, it shouldn't be very long before you start noticing a difference in the size of your love handles. That's it guys, I know that this video didn't give you any kind of magical quick fix solution for losing love handles, but that's because there are none. What this video gave you was a true and honest strategy for setting up a proper diet plan and a proper training plan designed to reduce those love handles as well as the rest of your body fat percentage. If you enjoyed this video and would like to see more content like this, make sure you subscribe to my channel. And if you want to take the next step and try a done-for-you, super simplified approach to burn fat fast, try my six-week challenge. You'll get a diet plan based on your body with your preferences factored in. We have ketogenic plans, intermittent fasting plans, one meal a day diet plans, and vegan plans to just name a few. You'll also get a 42-day workout plan with a full video exercise library and an accountability coach to always be there to answer your questions and to help guide you through the entire process. Also to find out how you can lose 20 pounds or 5% of your body fat in only six weeks with this challenge and get it for free, click the link below in the description or visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.